BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey everyone, welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza, back for another episode. If you are new here, welcome. Simpin' is a podcast where I pick a song and I get into the lyrics and open up conversations about dating, relationships, fuckboys, self-love, all that fun stuff. I do have a guest today. Welcome. Please introduce yourself. My name is Ceci Bendita. I'm a singer, a talker. I talk a lot. <laughs> yes, you do. I love following you on TikTok. You're always just like spitting good shit. Like bars. This is your second time on the podcast. So welcome back. Thank you. I'm excited thank you. to have you back. I think last season you were on. I forgot. It's been a while though. So I'm excited to see what new perspectives we have gained since the last time we talked. Do you remember what song we did last time? We did Miss Independent by Neo. <gasps> That's right. That was so yeah. fun. Okay, well, today we're doing Carol G's new song with Shakira from her new album, Mañana Será Bonito. The song is called TQG, Te Quedo Grande. We'll get into what that kind of means. Um, I usually do R&B. I think one time I did Bad Bunny, and it was kind of hilarious trying to translate everything because I'm not the best Spanish speaker. But I can help this time. Yes, I did my best, and you speak Spanish. You were saying it's your first language, so we got help today. But uh, either way, we don't gatekeep, and this song is a fucking bop. So, I mean, all this drama that Shakira is going through, I'm sure, like, you're it's so up to relevant. date with everything. Yes, yes. of course. How it's can I crazy, because be? it's, like, fucking Shakira. Like, how long was she married to that dude? I feel like she wasn't married. Oh, they weren't? They weren't married, because she said that she wanted to have the girlfriend experience with him. Like, oh, oh maybe you could lose me. Like, they had done her recent interview before all of this shit popped off and she's kind of like what i did yeah. not know that yeah and so now they're dealing with the fuck but yeah they were living together they were basically yeah married. i mean they have two kids i think i saw somewhere that they were living or like his mom was living across like, the street yeah which is crazy yeah. Like, i'm like what the fuck <laughs> 
Um, she put the like witch facing yeah, her. <laughs> she is so funny for that. Uh, I actually I love, love how she's handling all of this. I feel like people are like, this is so mature. Like she needs to get over it she and like grow be, up. Like she could be doing a lot worse. Yeah, she's having fun. And like, I feel like it's so kind of weird to tell someone how to handle their pain. And especially like she's a fucking music artist. You expect her to not put that shit in her music, especially with her relationship being out there like that. Yeah, you're in the public eye. Like, everything you live is going to be something you're going to commodify. Yeah, that's what um, I was watching. The, we watched the music video right now. And then I just had Valentine's Day with my girls the other day. And we're, like, watching the music video and, like, the Truman Show kind of part at the end. I feel like it was just mostly the end. Mm-hmm. Like, that wall. But we're like, what the hell? And just, like. What do you think that I feel entails? like it's kind of her being like, yeah, I know my life is in the spotlight. So here you go. Like, it's out there, so here it is. You guys are watching. Right. Kind of vibe, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I read it that way, too. But also, like, you know how in the Truman Show, it's this really, it's this uh, perfect environment Mm -hmm. where he has this perfect little life, and that's not the real world. Yeah. Which I think is talking about social media, too. Mm, Like, how on social media, yeah, maybe her ex looks happy with this person but why is he still watching my stories why is he still liking my pictures if they're doing so good and they're so happy and he's so moved on like why is he still you know and that that in itself is like a take on how relationships have changed so much because of social media and all the things that we now see like, people cannot cheat in peace anymore. People <laughs> so are getting true. exposed. Like, the craziest ways. And it's actually funny the way that, like, she caught him cheating the whole jam story. Oh, yeah. Which, like, listener, if you don't know, I think she had suspicions for a while. And she realized that her jam was just, like, lower and lower each time. Or it was just, like, pretty much gone. And he didn't eat jam. So that's what and she her realized. her children didn't eat it either. Yeah, it was, like, hers only. So she's like, why is my jam disappearing? Like, that's how he got caught. Like, what the? That's fucking insane. Which is like funny. Like the commentary about like social media not being able to cheat in peace, and then in the end, like he gets dumbass because of jam. Yeah, it's like maybe you're so focused trying to like cover your tracks on social media and everywhere else when you're in public, and then you like. But then people did see them. But I don't know if that was after the jam. Oh shit! Yeah, like Like, out somewhere. They saw them out. Like that is so bold. She works for him or worked for him. Oh, like did she? In a lower level. Like, he had a company and she worked for him. Interesting. Wow, I did not know that. That is real fucking bold to be, like, a public figure and be out cheating. And the fact that he got into the public eye because of Shakira. Like, who was he before her? Yeah, I don't really know much about soccer. I had heard the name, but, like, I don't know if I ever heard it before her. No. And I feel like he's younger than her, too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I felt like I had heard that he was like really controlling about her image. I had heard that too. Uh, but when they I were was together. like, is that like, was I hallucinating? Like, I feel like somebody told me that and then like I never saw anything about it mm-hmm. after that. But like, that's crazy. How are you going to bag Shakira? She's like older than him and then he's going to be insecure about her. Like, well, because she was fine. out of the spotlight for a while and I just chalked it up to, well, she's a mom now. Maybe yeah. she's changed or something. But then. 
her new content now is so similar to what she used to do. I yeah. feel like she picked up right where she left off and she's Good. like, all right, fuck you. I'm doing my thing now. Because like maybe if he was feeling insecure, like, damn, she went out of her way to like kind of put who she was to the side to make his little ego feel better. Because like all that like belly dancing and like wearing cute tight clothes and doing well, all she's that like on a camera, sex icon. literally like that's who fucking Shakira is. Like when you think Shakira, you think like belly dancing. I remember growing up and just trying to do the moves, just being a little <laughs> with like my freaking little pancita out, just like. <laughs> I need to send <laughs> like, you this video of a girl like recreating the the scene from La Tortura where she's covered in the oh oil, you know, but she's yes. like, the girl's like in the mud and she's just like doing the whole oh, thing. Oh, I think, did, did you send, send me? You did? Yes. <laughs> I was fucking cracking up. That shit's so good. Because it was like, well, my parents think I'm finally yeah. going to mature this year yeah, and she's just no. literally in the mud. I was like, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, Shakira is just a queen. But speaking about her sex icon status that she's had for forever, the issue I take with men like him, if he was controlling, I don't know. I, I haven't looked into that part of the relationship that much. But what's so interesting to me is like she existed before him in the public eye, right? He's known about her. He knows who she is. We all know who she is. We know what she does. So for you to get into a relationship with a woman who's at that level doing what she does and then be like, okay, and now you're not going to do it anymore because you belong to me. It's so insane to me. It's so insane. Like, why would you ever think that that's okay? Like, what about her do you like then? That's who. That's part of her identity. Yeah, because that's, her that's art. why you were, like, probably attracted to her in the first place. And now you wanted to tone it down. Very interesting. That's like trying to, like, go after someone, like, Say, like, future, who just, like, raps about being a fuckboy, basically. Not being able to fall in love and then being right. like, well, you can't do that anymore because that's disrespectful to me. I feel like you would have to understand that that's his image, that's, that's his, his persona. persona, and he's going to continue to do that to get money. And you just kind of have to understand at that point. I feel like, uh, who was it? That girl, um, Koi LeRae. She's, like, a rapper. She has that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing, like, a little dance. <laughs> Because girls is play is too. It's like popping right now on TikTok. Yeah. Yes. I just want to have a good Hold up. Yeah. So that one's a little bop. I really don't know that much of her music, but she's just, I know of her. Maybe it's on like my FYP because it's just like she represents for the skinny girls and she just twerks so good. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's my idol. Um, but she had posted something about, like, I can't date no guy that doesn't understand that I'm going to be twerking in my videos and even, like, I'm going to be twerking on guys, blah, blah, blah. And all these guys were all triggered and they're like, oh, hell no, like, that's a hoe, like, throw her away. I could never, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, does she even want any of you, first, first, first of, of all? all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so start funny. there. <laughs> Let's start there. Literally. Yeah. Like, she would never... It's always the ugliest men that want to speak up. Like, yeah. you don't have to worry like, about You're this. not in the running, sir. We're you not talking don't. about you. You're just getting riled up <laughs> for what? For what? Oh, but my like, goodness. Yeah, like, that's her image. It's, like, the same as, like, Megan Thee Stallion. Like, her, like, kind of persona as an artist is just, like, shaking ass. And you kind of just have to accept that and understand it's, like, dating an actor. Like, they're still going to do scenes. It's just crazy to expect people to change what they're doing because they're in a relationship now if that's their job well i heard um pen badgley stop doing yes and we actually talked about that on the episode too okay. like how do you feel about that 
I mean, I do understand in some aspects, but like if I knew I struggled with jealousy, yeah. I wouldn't be dating an actor that always gets hired to do romantic interests yeah. because that's what he does. That's like his thing. Yeah, he's that's always like his the whole career has throb. been that. Yeah, he's like or like the guy that she ends up with who you know, he's kind of dorky or whatever. Yeah. He's always that dude. So I'm like, I don't know if I, knowing how I feel about it, if if he didn't make me feel confident and secure enough in the relationship, then I wouldn't be in that relationship, yeah. period. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I date musicians, so, you know. <laughs> 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 Got to be real strong for that, too, yeah, probably. Yeah, like touring musicians. It's not yeah. easy. It's not easy because these men are interacting with women and groupies. And, and they're just, like, in some different state or out of the country. I mean, imagine, like, these men are going to different places and women will be following them city to city and they're like i saw this band 20 times and they're just out there trying to fuck one of the guys from the band like any of the guys from the band. and if you're like someone in your right mind you're like that's That's creepy yeah yeah but you never know really it's gotten to the point where the girls will be um watching my stories Oh, shit. And they're like, who is she? You know? Oh, my That's God. happened many times. And it's crazy because I'm like, that's kind of scary. <laughs> that's social scary. media. This is social media. Yeah. And this is, you know, I think in the past it was easier for people who had careers like that to have their own thing going on because they didn't have yeah. their Instagram to keep up with. They didn't have. Dude, like Elvis. Know. Like, I just watched the movie. I didn't really like, I, know anything about him, but I was like. That's crazy. And, like, in the movie, they make it seem like his wife pretty much knew what he was doing and just kind of went along with it and was, like, whatever, like, turning a blind eye to it. There's a lot of women that are kind of in these, um, it's, it is kind of, is it, like, I don't know if it's unethical non-monogamy or, like, where you don't actually say anything, but if, you know, if you know what's going on in some way and you're, like, I'm gonna stay with him anyways, like, that's, I guess, ethical monogamy or non-monogamy in a way. Yeah, it's very confusing. Another thing I talked about recently was Anna Kendrick's relationship because she was dating a guy who was like a director producer who was a little bit older than her, but not as like successful career wise as she was. Because I could kind of see how like it's like you're dating Elvis or whatever it is and you turn a blind eye like freaking uh, Bad Bunny's girl. I don't know what they got going on. She's like a regular, regular girl. Yeah. So it's like you kind of, once you're in like that situation, you kind of have to turn a blind eye a little bit if you decide to stay. Is that what he's doing? Well, nobody knows if they're in an open relationship or not. (laughs) But like, I don't think he's talked about it. People are like, no, it's speculation, but they're together. But then he's like with a new bitch every night, it seems like. Oh, because he was with Kylie Jenner recently. Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't keep up. I can't keep up. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, he was out, like, making out with... Yeah, apparently on a double date with, like, I think Haley and Justin Bieber. Like, what the... F- that man does not even speak English. The thing is, okay, and this is something I will have to... We'll talk a little bit more if you, if, if you want the details, but I think in our cultures, in Latino cultures, it's so much more acceptable to have a second life it's like for men yeah (laughs) like i don't yeah it's like normalized almost in a way not normalized but it's like you grew up hearing it like hearing about it 
Like, oh, I yeah. definitely, growing up, new family members were, like, once I was older, I would find out that they had, like, a whole nother. Well, did you watch Casa de las Flores? No. Oh, my Is that God. A novella? So, it's so good. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's, like, a Netflix one. It's so good. And they talk about how there's, like, the Casa Grande, which is the main, you know, public eye relationship that you have. And there's the Casa Chica, which is where they have, like, their side hoe. They oh, have, like, shit. an apartment for their mistress and their whole thing. I hate um, it here. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so interesting how, like, and, yeah, in our cultures, it's just expected. And I feel like these songs are so common in sp- Spanish in particular. There's something to be said about why that is so normal in our culture. Like, and yeah. is it because we have these stereotypes around, like, sex and purity is it because of, you know, like, yeah. because people don't really get to explore themselves before they commit to somebody super young? Yeah, and also yeah. kind of like the Madonna whore complex to, like, once a man has the wife and she's had kids for him, like, he's not really attracted to her anymore. Now she's just the mother of his of his children, but he's still trying to have a sex life, like, something interesting. So then he goes outside the marriage to find someone younger mm-hmm. that's still kind of like a whore that's still sexual yeah they have like the madonna whore they have like their wife at home and Mm -hmm. then the woman that they see as the sex object that they are attracted to that they desire yeah or even like in the sopranos did you watch the sopranos like i haven't finished it so don't. okay yeah (laughs) i just watched it last year i think or maybe it was like during the pandemic i watched Uh it and my parents just started watching it so i just been watching a few episodes here and there but he's got his calm yeah, and then like the Goomars. Yeah. <laughs> the Goomars. And they all have their side. Yeah, and at first you're like, things. does she know? And then there's how like far into it are you? I got to the point where I'm like, should I say a spoiler on here? Oh but yeah. <laughs> spoiler, cover your ears if you yeah. haven't watched the Sopranos. Um, I got to the part where she's thinking about divorce, but so she's it's like, she's a few like seasons falling in? in love with Furio, but like nothing's. Oh, okay. Fur- I forgot about him. Yes! I wanted them so bad. I was like, Please. yeah. I'm so stoked. okay. But so yeah, then I think it's the first season where she's like talking to her like priest still, which they already have their own fucking weird <gasps> right, vibe right, right. going on. I was like, what the hell? They have like an emotion. She has emotional affairs throughout. Yeah, I think. Because she tries to, like, trick herself like it's nothing. Right. But then it's Well, like, a lot of people think emotional affairs are not the same at the same level. I think it's, it's insane. worse. insane. Yeah. I think I would rather have my man fuck some random person and never talk to them again than, like, be talking to them and, like, getting to know them and it's sending them It's definitely more of a betrayal, I feel like. Yes, absolutely. But I don't think I can handle either. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we talked about the jealousy aspect. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-mm. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. But, um, yeah, with, like, Carm, that's, like, when she's talking to the priest and kind of brings up that she, like, knows about his infidelity. But then he kind of gaslights her or, like, does this thing where he shifts the blame to her. The priest is like, well, I want you to pray to our mother blah 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 because you kind of opened the door for this because you knew that he was doing this and you kind of just allowed it so it's like your fault kind of just made her feel guilty and i was like this is crazy and you hear stories about this all the time like the church like priests or pastors or whoever where they try to blame women like if they ask for help if they're being abused and they're like well you have to forgive him like he's going through it you just need to nurse him back and just (sighs) god forgives like he'll like what no like jail yeah (laughs) that should be a crime immediately (laughs) it's wild you know i really try not to shit on religion because to each of their own but there are just some real fucking horror stories of shit happening it's too easy to use that to exploit people I mean, yeah, every every single society in the history of monogamy has had affairs. Every, it doesn't matter, like, everyone knows a person who has been cheated on or you've been cheated on or your family. There's somebody, um, I've, I started reading this book called The State of Affairs by Esther Perel. I'm sure you've seen her videos oh yeah i talked about her the last couple episodes a little bit she's awesome yeah um she and she has this book where she's talking about affairs and one of the things that she talks about that i saw in a video recently which i'm like oh i don't know if i agree with this um maybe that's just her truth you know but whatever (laughs) um she's like every long-lasting relationship each person is allowed to have their own separate private sexual desire literally that's what i talked about because i saw somebody yeah i saw a tiktok where this girl she made it sound kind of horrible yes yes. because she was like you know like flirting and dancing and everyone in the comments was like "Mm, mm, 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 mm." but um i'd be definitely interested in reading more about what she meant specifically like what are her because 
she was like, well, what Esther Perel said was more of like masturbating still and like having sex with yourself, but, and like maybe developing crushes, flirting maybe a little bit. And it's just like, ah, I just feel like that opens a door for. But do crushes ever end for you? Yeah. Cause you're in a long-term relationship. Yeah, I am. Um, but like whenever I would get crushes, I, I saw maybe a TikTok or read this a tweet or something a long time ago that said, um, if you, damn, and I know I probably remembered this wrong. It was one <laughs> way or the other. It was like, if you keep it to yourself or if you talk about it, the crush gets more intense. And I can't remember which one it was. Oh, that's bad. My I bad. feel like if I talk about it, it's not a big deal for me. Mm. I feel like when it's in my own head, I start getting shame and I'm like, no, no, I can't. Yeah, yeah that's fucked up. I'm cheating. Uh, yeah. So maybe it's like figure out which one works for you, because I believe she's it was like if you talk about it, maybe that it you start to like focus on it more. Mm. And it could just make the crush become worse. Like fan the flames. Yeah. So I should probably figure out <laughs> next next week. <laughs> I'll figure out which one it was. But I'm sure everyone's different. So whatever works for you, like if you need to talk about it and get it out of your system. Yeah. Do that. I think um, something that was interesting for me in my last long-term relationship was when we started having problems, that's when I started getting crushes on people. That makes sense. Yes. Because I was like, I don't feel fulfilled here. And he was so, my ex was a touring musician, is still, you know, he still lives. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He's still living. Um, But yeah, when when we were together, he was touring a lot. And um, I would have these long lapses of not hearing from him. And I'd just still be going out and doing my life, going to work, going to classes whatever meeting people at shows and I would sometimes connect with people and like my god he looked at me in a way that my boyfriend hasn't looked at me in a really long time was it like conscious like that thought or do you think it was like you had like somebody looked at you at you and you were like (gasps) like felt feelings and then now looking back you realize it was because at that time I was like oh my god I can't remember I I would feel like so excited and then be like oh my god when was the last time I was this excited yeah and it was like oh my god it was like two years ago (laughs) (laughs) I'm I feel yeah like ugly and like not as desirable and all this stuff and um in in those moments I was talking to my friend about it and telling her that I felt like I was cheating for even having thoughts yeah like oh my god i i have this like imagination you know that it's like a fantasy that um i go and like we make out it wasn't even like fucking it's like so innocent it's so wholesome it's just like oh my god we're like kissing (laughs) and um and she was telling me the thing about fantasy is that it's a loop and you get to relive the good part it's like on repeat you know, you oh, like yeah. all you're feeling is that like rush of, oh, my God, we kissed. Oh, my God, we kissed. Over Just like reliving that, playing that over and over. Yeah, oh, which okay. is not real or sustainable. Yeah. And so she was like, I want you to try to write out what would happen. OK, you guys kiss and then what? Now what? <laughs> and then I was like, OK, let me try to write it. And I wrote it out. And and then it just like kind of fizzles out. Yeah. Because, like, you end up just, like, in the same position that you may be in already in a relationship. Exactly. Possibly. 
because that doesn't last for you know that moment that like yeah. look that they gave you that's the shit that sells you on the relationship it's not the whole relationship um which which goes back to infidelity in general it's like um something esther perel says too is that the reason why so many people have affairs is because that woman across the room that you don't know that you don't live with that you don't have children with or whatever whoever she is like she's this random person she doesn't have all the baggage mm-hmm. she's a fantasy yeah that makes so much sense and i feel like which is why it doesn't work don't when they think leave. about that yeah they they leave their main partner for this one and then they're like oh my god she's annoying too yeah because okay. people are annoying i don't know if you know anything about like the drama with Carol G with her ex, it was like Unwell or whatever. Like yeah. I, I was reading a little bit about it. He's having How, a baby, right? Yeah, I think he had like cheated on her with this girl. I don't know if she's like a artist also. And they, yeah, they're having a baby now. I think like he just posted about it or something. But I had seen something also where they had broke up or something like nine months or ten months into the relationship. And I feel like you hear about that a lot with like cheaters when they get in a relationship with someone new mm-hmm. and it's like now that it's out in the open and there's like not this like fun little factor of having to Secret. sneak around right. and it makes it all sexy to them now it's like oh now we're just in this normal relationship and it's not fun anymore and then they end up breaking up or sometimes they stay in it to kind of play into like the whole like back to the music video of you know the world is watching, and I don't so want to like keep up appearances because otherwise that I'm would embarrassing. be embarrassing as fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just fucked up this relationship with this other woman that is just like is blowing up. Also, yeah, she's like in the peak of her career, and he's just like yeah. I feel like she's right behind Bad Bunny. Like who is he? Like, I don't know who he is. Me either. I've like, never heard mm-hmm. of him. I was like Anuel. Something. Yeah, double A. Yeah, yeah. double A. Double. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know him. Yeah, who is he? Who is he? And look at her rising. Same with Shakira. Thriving. That's the universe being like, women, I love you. Well, that's what the song is about. They're saying, te quedo grande. Like, you can't keep up with this. And now that I don't have you, I got even bigger. I'm going to keep expanding without yes. you. I love that so much. So I guess we can kind of get into some of these lyrics. Um, I wanted yes. to talk about yes. te quedo grande, which is the name of this song. We were also talking about how it's kind of a play on the te quiero mucho, like in Spanish. I always say that to like my cousins in Mexico. It's like you say illy. Yes, illy, but in Spanish, te quiero mucho. So it's like te quedo grande means like it supposedly came from a saying in Spanish that is like um, te quedo grande el saco, which is like the coat was too big on you, which is basically saying like you couldn't handle the task at hand. Couldn't hang, um, not up to par, not your thing, too difficult, exceeds your abilities, overwhelms you, you can't handle it. So it's like embarrassing for both of their exes because it just makes them look like they couldn't fucking handle it. Yeah. Which, you know, hurts their ego. You know, the song hurts their ego so bad. And um, what else? There was like different uses. A player who's not up to game or competition. I love that one, especially cause because it's like. a soccer player. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't good, hang. Good burn. I don't know if he's like a good soccer player, even like 
I really don't know shit about sports. I don't know anything about sports, so I'm going to shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> but in my head, for the sake of the podcast, he's he bad. sucks. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, so now it's just like a whole new meaning, and, you know, it's going to be on everyone's Insta captions when they get cheated on, and it's time to move on. So I actually found the lyrics translated on what website? On Billboard. Thank God. Last time I was struggling with Bad Bunny. I was going to say, if you want, I can read the line in Spanish, and then you could... Oh, yeah. You do it. That works. Okay. So it starts with, La que te dijo que un vacío se llena con otra persona te miente. Whoever told you that a void is filled with another person is lying to you. Ooh, already starting off Fire. with a fucking, like, <laughs> spitting. Already one line in. And that's going to hit hard to literally what we were just talking about. Like, once they get caught cheating and now you're stuck with her because you're caught. And, like, also, I want to say, because a lot of people like to be like, oh, if you get cheated on, don't come after the girl. But I think it's fair game if the bitch knew that he was in a relationship. I mean, he's a public figure. She's yeah. a public figure. Come on now. How the fuck did you not know? Like, And she worked for him. Yeah. Like, so I think it's so fair game for girls like that to get dragged because you deserved it. Okay? I don't care. You know, people are always like, well, you never know. Maybe he was manipulating All her or telling her. All is fair in love her. and war. Exactly. Is my opinion. Yeah, like, you're a grown-ass fucking woman at that point. Like, we're not in high school where, like, maybe you were so naive back then to get manipulated by a guy that was like, I love you. We just can't be together right now. But I'm going to break right. up with Like, you're so fucking grown. Too grown but to be falling is, for that now. She's still, like, younger. Yeah. She's younger than What him. is she, like, 20-something? Yeah, like, yeah. 22, 23, something like that. Definitely still young, and it sucks because like, this stupid, is going to follow her. Her brain's not fully cooked, yes. but she knew what she was doing. Yeah, you're not 16. No. And it's, like, this shit's going to follow her around for a while. So. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she says, Es como tapar una herida con maquillaje. No se ve, pero se siente. It's like covering up a wound with makeup. You can't see it, but you can feel it. I love that so much. And then she says, Te fuiste diciendo que me superaste y que te conseguiste nueva novia. You left saying you got over me and you got yourself a new girlfriend. Lo que ella no sabe es que tú todavía me estás viendo toda la historia. What she doesn't know is that you're still looking at all my stories, which I love this Instagram. too. Yeah. Yes. It's so funny too because you know, even if this isn't true, I would just throw that in my fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> like, to make those bitches suffer. I could be fucking lying, and you'll never know. Only I know. But you're up <laughs> at night wondering if he is, so. <laughs> Dude, it's so crazy, because, like, this, my ex's new girl is, she was looking at my stories. Like, they've been seeing each other for a long ass time, like, for a year and a half or something. They're not even, like, outwardly together. Like, that's not his public girlfriend or anything yeah. like that. And she's still watching my shit. Like, no shame? I literally, I had her number. I screenshotted and I circled her name. And I was like, baby, if you miss me, just hit that follow button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Just like a dead. couple weeks ago or, so, or like a month ago. I was like, because she used so to embarrassing. follow me too. She tried so hard to be my friend. And I was like. Like I, before? Yeah, like she didn't know that I knew she was fucking with my ex. And she had always known about me because she had known my ex for years. When we were together, she knew him. And she knew him before we were together. What the fuck goes so, through people's minds? 
Yeah, and I was just like, and she tried to be my friend. She's like trying to hang out with me, whatever. And then, like, stopped following me a few months ago. But every now and then would just watch my shit, and was like also trying to get at my. I'm not with him anymore, but the guy <laughs> I had been with for the last like year or so. And she was like messaging him. I was like, oh what? my God, she's obsessed. It's obsession. Yeah, it at that obsession. point, is it like more of like she's obsessed with, with, she wants to beat you. She's going to do everything <laughs> you're doing and bag everyone that you've been with. Like, I that's, guess you must, you must like how I taste. I don't know. I wonder I don't if that's know. like some suppressed that sexuality it definitely shit is going giving on. is giving homosexual to me yeah it <laughs> really know? is and like i'm bi you know if she like, was what's up she was open <laughs> you know what i'm saying like if you really wanted to just be with me you didn't have to go after my ex you know what that's i'm saying crazy. anyway enough about me let's get back to the lyrics um oh my god okay so this is the chorus she says yes. bebe que fue no pues que muy tragadito Baby, what happened? Thought you were very in love. So yeah, tragadito. That sounds like a drink, no? Like to drink, like yeah, tragadito. Like, like you were all like choked up. Like you were, you were just so. Mm. Oh my god, you just couldn't. You couldn't On handle my it. Dick. Yeah, you're obsessed. You loved me. buscándome si sabes que yo errores no repito. So what is this? I I don't know what this. Um, I feel like that line's not translated perfectly because it says, what are you doing looking for me, honey? Oh, yeah, like turning turning around. And she's like, I don't repeat mistakes. Like, I'm not going to be turning around Mm, to look for you. If you know that I don't repeat mistakes. Exactly. But, yeah, that's, like, one of the best hit lines on there. Tu sabes que yo errores no repito or whatever she says. exactly. Fire. Dile a tu nueva bebé que por hombre yo no compito. Que deje de estar tirando que al menos yo te tenía bonito. Tell your new bae that I don't compete for men and to stop grudging, at least I had you pretty. Is grudging, what was the word? Do you think that was right? Tirando, I think it's like firing shots. Like oh, yeah. She's, she's saying, tell your girlfriend to stop competing with me. I don't compete over men. And if anyway, if we're going to talk about competition, I at least had you when you were peaking. Like, now you yeah. look like shit, and that's when she gets you. So who's really, like... Yeah, and I wonder, too, if, like, the tenía bonito, like, at least I had yes. you pretty, is, like, it wasn't messy when we were together yeah. versus now yeah. you got all this fucking spotlight on you guys. You guys look like trash. I was going to say, I think it's a double meaning, too. Yeah. Of, like, I had, I had like, the legit relationship with you. We had the house and the kids. We had a life together, and this is not that like yeah. you have some you got the fallout from all this bullshit that you brought upon yourself so can't even enjoy it but exactly go off period seeing you with the new girl hurt me but i'm now set on me so i'm just focused on myself doing my shit lo que vivimos se me olvidó y eso es lo que te tiene ofendido I love that too. I've yeah. forgotten what we lived together and that's what you're offended by. Basically just letting him know like I don't even fucking think about that shit no more. It's in the past. And I think that's what hurts you the most is that I've moved on and you can't have me no more. And you're still looking at my shit. Yep. Stalker. Que hasta la vida me mejoró. Por acá ya no eres bienvenido. And even my life got better. You are no longer welcome here. Yes. Vi lo que tu novia me tiró. Eso no da ni rabia. Yo me río, yo me río. And what your girlfriend shaded at me? It's a slate at me. It's like it's like I saw the shit she threw at me. Yes, 
That doesn't anger me. It makes me Because it's laugh. like, at the end of the day, she's Shakira. Yeah, like, who the fuck are you? Who is this girl? Like, no one Little gives a girl, fuck. Little girl, like, that's so sad for you. And I think uh, the Even My Life Got Better is so fucking relevant. If your life gets better after you cut someone off, you mm. should have been listening to the signs from the yeah. universe. If you're glowing up, your skin clears up, hair starts growing, <laughs> shiny. Right direction. Well, it's like an energy shift, you know. It really is. Ugh. You know, it's it's a lot. When I when I lost my two hundred pounds, I I really <laughs> did. I did glow up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this is the next verse with both of them. No tengo tiempo para lo que no aporte. Ya cambié mi norte. I love this line because they're saying. Well, you can you can read it in English. Um, she, well, these this translation says, "I don't have time for something that doesn't do anything for me. I changed my route." So, aportar is like something that's benefiting you, something that's like giving, mm. something that is improving you. So, yes. I don't have time for anything that's gonna take away from me. Mm. I'm only having time for things that are benefiting me. Yes, and um. Mi norte, my north, it's like my north star. It's like saying, mm, you know, like yeah. I, ha I have, I changed my north star because you aren't shit, you know? Yeah. Like now I focus on myself. That's my, that's my hustle now. Yes, I love that. It's like changing your focus. Yeah, just like redirecting your energy. Yeah. And like, please double down on yeah. that. Don't, this is have my favorite, no time favorite line. for nobody that doesn't, benefit your life or anyone that's even just slightly inconveniencing you you know not slightly that may be too much but if no, someone's like mean. completely like fucking your shit up right like they need to come to your life adding yes like doing something mostly, for you mostly though. everybody has their pros and cons but yeah. as long as the pros outweigh yes like there's always going to be compromise but come on like you're gonna try to build with someone that's just completely throwing you off your game and that's the thing about this relationship for her is, like, she put him on game. Like, she put him on the map in the world. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, maybe he was this, like, successful player, talented player. I don't know. I don't care. But <laughs> the point is, like, she was Shakira without him. She was Shakira yeah. without anybody, without any man. Like, she was who she was. And she put him on the map. So it's, like, if you're mm -hmm. not adding to my shit, like, get out of my way, please. Yes. Um, and then this next line is pretty funny. Haciendo dinero como deporte. Llenando mm -hmm. la cuenta, los show, el parking y el pasaporte. Yes. Making money like sport. Filling my bank account with shows, the car park, the passport. So, okay, this is actually what the lyric actually is. Oh, they should have hired me. I know. Uh, <laughs> so this is billboard? Saying, Come on. She's saying making money, making money like it's a sport. Like it's a sport because Love it. her ex is a fucking player, a ball player. <laughs> and then she says, I'm filling up my bank account. Um... I'm filling up concerts like mm. she's selling out concerts the she's filling up her parking lot so she's getting cars because she's getting money and <laughs> she's saying and I'm filling up my passport because she's traveling she's living her fucking life yeah she's, she's fucking living. thriving exactly and I love that she like has to emphasize the making money like sport to like to play on you know it's like kind of I'm doing better at sports than right. you are in a way even though it's not like a sport but it's just like fuck you you suck yeah bro like, I can be an athlete, too. Yeah. Just watch me, you know? <laughs> watch me run in circles around <laughs> you with my money. <laughs> so then the next line is, Estoy más dura, dicen los reportes. 
I'm harder. The press reviews say, "Mas dura." Yeah, I'm a boss. I'm balling up. Like I, like I'm hard. I, yeah, like, I'm hard. hard. <laughs> yeah, like I look hotter. I'm doing yes. better. That's what she's saying. She's like, the news is talking about how great I'm doing. Um, I know and, that hurts him. And then she says, "Ahora tú quieres volver, se te nota. Espérame ahí, que yo soy idiota." Yep, now you want to come back to me, it shows, hold on, I'm no fool. Se te olvidó que estoy en otra y que te quedó grande la bichota. Because that's her nickname. Carol is la bichota. La bichota. Yeah. You forgot that I've moved on and that this bichota was too hot for you to handle. I feel like bichota is just like, well, y like te quedó grande. Bitch. Right. And she's saying the lyric. It's, and I was too big for you. I was too much for you. Too much for you. And then um, this next part, I really love oh, this yes. one. Oh, yes. So fun. But it's like, it's hard to translate this one. So, yeah. it says, Tú te fuiste, yo me puse triple M. Más buena, más dura, más level. You left and I went triple M. Much hotter, much tougher, much more class. What was the last one? Más level, like level. I oh, think okay. it means like level up. Like yeah. I leveled up. And then she I says, Volver contigo, never. Never. Um, tú eres la mala suerte porque ahora las bendiciones me llueven. Getting back with you and never. You are the bad luck because now blessings are raining down on me. Exactly. <laughs> and then she says, y quiere volver, ya lo suponía, dándole la like a la foto mía, tú buscando por fuera la comida. And you want to get back together, I knew it. You liked a photo of me. You looking to eat out. <laughs> I think, tú buscando por fuera la comida, I feel like... Um, like outside his relationship? I feel like it's, it's like a stray animal trying to get food outside of a house or something like that. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm like interpreting no. that. I think so. Like you don't want what's at home. You want to go find something like on the streets. That's, yep. Yeah, that's what you want. Because he's for the streets. And then she says, Yo diciendo que era monotonía y ahora quieres volver, ya lo suponía, uh, dándole like a la foto mía. Te ves feliz con tu nueva vida, pero si ella supiera que me busca todavía. Oh, bars. <laughs> okay, so tell um, me. Me saying that it was monotony? So she's talking about how he's monotony. going outside to get full he he doesn't want what's at home he wants to go outside like a stray animal right mm -hmm. and she's like i thought it was just monotony i thought that it was just because you you know you're bored bored at home married with kids and yeah. whatever and she's like and now you want to get back i already i knew you would want that <laughs> you're liking my pictures you look happy with your new life but if only she knew that you're still looking for me yep so it's like no matter what he's just it's his character. It's who he is. It doesn't matter who he's with. It's not about the bitch. It's about... He just wants what he can't have. He's for the fucking streets. Like, let him cheat. Go. Let him cheat in peace. Let that dog go. <laughs> 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 like, literally. Oh That's so embarrassing. And then it's just the chorus and then spoken, I think, is the outro. Yes. My love, you really distanced yourself and I can't see so far away, baby. I love that. I think in Spanish it sounds better. Mm. It's like, um. So she says, Mi amor, es que usted se alejó mucho. Y yo de lejos ya no veo, bebé. <laughs> te cueme, pero te cuje. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ja, ja, ja. I love that, though. Like, you really distance yourself. And sorry, but I can't see so far away, baby. 
because everyone really needs to like even if you're just dating if someone distances themselves like baby i can't see that far away like, yeah no out of sight, out no of 2020 mind. eyesight over here bye have fun over there because i feel like especially guys don't know how to pick up on that but everybody if someone is distancing themselves from you just leave it alone like i feel like we're in this era of people pushing this narrative on social media of you don't owe no one shit and sometimes it's toxic but like at the end of the day what the fuck are you gonna do if someone is distancing themselves you're really gonna beg for like a reason my friend was saying that no communication is still communication yeah you know that's like saying i don't even care i don't i think it's different if you say hey i need some space right now like can you give me this amount of time versus like you just do the slow ghost like you're a coward but i see that and i don't even want that yeah it's like Like it's not worth it yeah i've seen i don't know if you saw there was like a social or no a dating app where it only lets you talk to one person at a time oh and then you have to give a reason if you're done talking to somebody like it won't let you look for other options or something so it's definitely for people that hate being ghosted or the the fade away or whatever so then everyone who's on there is gonna have that yeah i feel like maybe it's like more anxious attachment people versus Mm -hmm. like the avoidant um, yeah because sadly they gravitate towards each other Mm. but like if you know you want something then there's that dating app for you i don't even know if it was out for sure if it was just like being advertised i saw like pop up on like the ig promo things and then like people were just talking about it on twitter it was pretty funny but tqg banger te quedo grande te quedo grande yeah. yeah. So uh, another thing I was I wanted to talk about that I was telling you is I feel like we don't really talk about how not everybody can be compatible and there was even the example of this girl on Twitter people were kind of dragging her because <laughs> she had a freaking test on her dating profile it was like multiple choice it was like pretty simple i looked at the questions like a pre-screen test yeah and people were like this is so stupid like just go on a date and get to know somebody organically blah 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 i thought it was a good idea if you're already connecting on and uh, like on a third party situation then why not make it easier to meet in real life like once you do meet in real life because yeah i feel like and then i'm sorry i'll i'll let you continue but i feel like if you don't have any points of contact when you're on a dating app it's easier for people to not have accountability for the shit that they say and the shit that they do Mm -hmm. so why would you just go out and meet somebody and and like risk it all you know how many how many women end up getting stalked and killed from this shit yeah, and I feel like literally just like a pre-screening thing would get rid of a lot of those weirdos. Because you could tell a lot of them. There was this show on Netflix. It was like, I am a stalker, I think. It's like people, they're like interviewed like in jail and for stalking. And you could tell they're fucking like not all there. Mm. But if you just, if they're on a dating app and you're just like looking at you their picture, like, oh, they look hot, normal. And then you get to know them, and then by then it's probably too late if you don't have boundaries. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of scary. 
But yeah, like that goes back to the how I was saying how not everybody has the same level of emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. or has done the same amount of inner work. So it's kind of crazy that we just are out here just picking people to date, mostly based on their looks at first, I feel like. I mean, it's like online shopping at that point. Yeah, it's like whatever grabs your attention. And then from there, you see if it works or not. But I think a lot of times people have problems in relationships because they're not at the same level of communication or any type of inner work. Like back to the song lyric of like, it was too big. Like you couldn't hang. I was too much for you. Yeah, especially like if you've done that work, it's just like normal to you. It's second nature. And for someone that hasn't done that work, they're out of their depth. They're literally like struggling trying to keep up to do something that comes so easily to you. Right. And they're like, why do we have all these problems and it's not working? And it's like, well, babe, like, you guys are on two different levels. And I don't know what the solution would be for that. End it. (laughs) End it. (laughs) But, like, imagine, like, we can get rated based on our level of emotional intelligence and all this shit and then you were only allowed to date people that within were that league on, yeah within like maybe one level yeah higher or lower just i like, know we're constantly referencing like tweets and tiktoks and things like this because yeah. we're we're tapped in girlies you know yes but there was this tweet that was like um i think if you're a woman dating men that are below your iq level that <laughs> is predatory behavior and i was like <laughs> i i commented in the thread because i was like honestly every man who's as smart as me is evil it's like pure evil like they use their knowledge for evil they're like evil psychopathic like they they're like sadistic men and i can um, see that yeah like the conversation great and then everything else is like just because somebody's at a similar iq level as you doesn't mean that they are as emotionally intelligent doesn't mean that they have exactly they don't have eq But yeah, back back to this like being oh my gosh okay this is the other the other online thing I was gonna reference I don't know if you saw did you see the video about the markers the woman holding up the markers yes okay yes yeah I was literally thinking about that when you were saying like you you don't have like compatible you know it's like you have like a whole set of colors and then you're going to a person who literally has like you have ten colors and they have three colors they have like red blue green. Right. And then you're like <laughs> with a 20 pack of like all the different colors. That's like, yes, exactly. That's pretty much exactly. And you're what asking I'm for them at. to match. Like, I want pink, though. And they're like, red. I have red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is as close as I can. Right. Get. And for them, that's like a huge, you know, hey, this is my little palette I've got going on. And and yeah. that's that's all the work they've done. And it it sucks because they could still be a great person. Yeah. They can still be talented. They can be um, a lovely friend, you know, but yeah. it doesn't mean that they are supposed to be with you. It's just you're not compatible. Did you read those comments? No. Oh, my God. No, the, I was like, were I wonder people how people her? are. Yeah, there were people that were, some people that were like, well, I've been married to my husband for 27 years. And he's and dumb we, as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he ain't shit, but we're making it work. Yeah, like... Uh, <laughs> Okay, are you having fun, though? Why are you getting this on your For You page? But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, something about, about where you're at is telling the algorithm to show you this video, sis. So, I don't know. Yeah, or it even reminds me of, is it, like, Plato, the cave? 
Where it's like maybe somebody that still thinks like this shadow on the wall is like a chair and it's like you're outside of the cave and you've seen chairs in real life and different chairs. You've seen color. Yeah, colors. And you understand that like, you know, there's levels to shit. And this person inside the cave, it doesn't mean that they're like a bad person sometimes. But imagine trying to make that work. But you would have to be explaining so many things to them for the rest of your relationship. And also, like, do they have the willingness to turn around and see where the light is being casted? That too. And that's what Plato talks about. He's like, some people will see the images projected onto the cave wall and be like, something has to be casting light for me to see shapes. I want to find the, I need to find the light. And that's what he's talking about. He's talking about literally enlightenment and like, turn around and walk a little bit. And then you're going to, oh, my God, there's a whole world outside of this cave. But I think a lot of people in this life the you know, it's it's called like living the examined life. A lot of people aren't here for that. And that's cool. I'm not trying to fuck with those people. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't mean you're a bad person, but just compatibility wise, it's never going to mesh. Like, how are you supposed to get to the next level? It stunts your own growth. Right. Because instead of you continuing down this path of you know, more enlightenment and just figuring out new things and what works for you and just leveling up mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Now you're stuck trying to get this person up to your level. And that's if they even want to. And if they could even comprehend and retain any of the information that you are giving them. You know, with my ex, with my two exes, I feel like I was constantly bringing up like, okay, in the beginning of the relationship, they really did the most. They were like showing up. That's why I signed up for the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And then over the course of time, they get comfortable. They start doing less and less and less. And then what ends up happening when I start bringing issues to the table, like, hey, you don't do this anymore. You used to do this. Like, can you do this again? And they're like, like I'm nagging now, right? And then, you know, at the end of the relationships, both my exes were like, the last one in particular, the first one was more like, I just feel like shit. Like, I don't feel like I'm good enough for you. And it's like, because you're not. Yeah, (laughs) I mean. That's why I'm fucking saying it. (laughs) Hello. But also that's on me. Like, why did I stay so long if I was. But that's the thing is like, I was trying to get back to something that I did have with them. It wasn't like they had never shown it to me. Because you know it's possible. Of course. Like, obviously, it's not like you're crazy trying to make them do something. They've never shown you that they're capable of doing. And my like, la- and the very last one too. He was like, because I was trying to get into couples therapy. I was really trying, you know, like yeah. really trying to save that relationship. And at the very end of the relationship, I recorded this man saying this, okay, because I needed to get it in my head. I was like, why is this relationship ending? And he was like, because I don't want to go to therapy. I like who I am. I like where I'm at. I love playing video games. And we're going to talk about (laughs) that because he was always playing Call of Duty. Okay. So he was like, I love my, my friends who were assholes. Um, I love, I love my, I love my world and I feel like you're never going to get it. And I feel like we're constantly having these conversations about something that honestly, I don't want to do anything about those things. I don't see a problem with none of this. And I got it on tape. (laughs) because i didn't want to delude myself because i knew i knew this man and this is what happens you know they come back when they see that their life isn't shit and that their friends aren't really their friends clicks one day you know and they're just like scratching their balls with the headset on (laughs) playing call of duty you know what i'm saying like 
they realize how fucking alone they are and they're like, damn, I want to hit her up again. So they hit me up again and then I get delusional. So I need to have that shit on tape. I need to have it recorded. Yeah, I was just talking about this the last episode, how I feel like that's why we see a lot of that on TikTok is girls like posting recordings of their boyfriends. Because a lot of times when you're getting out of a relationship or to get out of a relationship with a narcissist, (laughs) why is there so many of those videos? (laughs) Yeah, it's like they need to take these videos to get out because it's so easy to convince yourself that something could change or that you misremembered something. So that's what you see on TikTok girls like posting arguments with their boyfriend where their boyfriends are saying crazy fucking shit to them. I'm like, holy fuck. Or the boyfriends are just like, crying screaming throwing a tantrum <laughs> after getting caught cheating why yeah. are you crying Did you see the one where the dude's like fuck fuck oh no fuck <laughs> and the girl's just like that's like ick yeah ick. super <laughs> ick behavior like that's wow yeah so you were showing me a tweet though about gamer boyfriends and yes. that shit triggered me i was yeah. like i was taken back to i've that never oh dealt with the gamer guy you're so you are so fortunate. I have heard the horror stories though. Like there's plenty of it on Twitter and TikTok and I'm just like, "Whoa, like that's a man." <laughs> and he's acting like this like that. That so is a man. Crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, so there was this tweet that somebody posted. It was a video where the girl's like recording the guy's playing his little game and she goes up and unplugs his little it. Game. His <laughs> little game. <laughs> um and she unplugs it which is rude let's get that out of the way that's probably not the way to handle it but at that point you know she's fed the fuck up and what is crazy to me is he was like why would you do that the game is all i have she's like no she says it's all you do and then he says it's all I have. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I am leaving. I'm packing my bags immediately. That's all you have? We're Here leaving. you go. We're leaving. Holy shit. Yeah. So, of course, the comments were a mess. First of all, I think it was a girl that posted it, and she was like, this is abuse. So, I was like, okay, calm oh, down. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was, like, <laughs> responding to it. Yeah. It was a lot of different, like, quote tweets and replies and shit. So many weird threads in there, too. So many. I was like, whoa, there's just, like, threads for days. This is so much insight into this. There were a lot of men in there that were like, this is my mental health support. This is how I I need to to dissociate. I need to have, like, an escape. And it's like, you need therapy. You need to get into therapy. You need to seek profession. And he, at one point, he was like, there's times where um, I won't be answering my phone for days where people will have to contact my parents, people I've met on the games because they, they care about me. And it's like, bro, if they cared about you, they would get your ass to the loony bin, you know? Like, <laughs> they would, they need to put you, like, you need help. You're That's like, actually, yeah, like, they need actual And no, look, I... I struggle with mental health stuff, so I'm not like shitting on anybody. I go to therapy weekly. That's the thing. Because I don't I don't wanna go to Maria Bamford calls it doggy daycare. I'm like, I'm really, you know, <laughs> there there have been moments in my life where I was like this close and I was like, okay, I need to I need to deal with this and I need help. Yeah. But for this person, you know, this is like their whole world. Like they they don't wanna be out in the world. It's dissociating and it's just like 
the worst coping mechanism. Like if you know you have mental health issues or your life is hard and what you choose to do is play a video game for hours and hours and hours to the point you're neglecting your fucking relationship. Talking about this is all I have when your girl is right there. Well, you shouldn't be in a relationship at all. Yeah, that's fucked up to her. And if she's really like that bad of a girlfriend to like where you feel like you can't even come to her, then why are you with her? Like, just wasting everyone's time, wasting your own time, not helping yourself. But also, why is she with him? Yeah. It's a layered, yeah. layered thing. Which, that uh, freaking Anna Kendrick podcast, I already talked about it, like, freaking for two whole episodes before this. But there was just too many good gems. And it, it reminded me, I saw this TikTok recently where it was a, a fucked up ass podcast. One of the, the fucking man podcasts. With, like, two guy co-hosts. activists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're talking to this girl... And she's talking about her abusive relationship, I believe, or a guy that was just a piece of shit, like treating her like shit. And they're like, well, what did you do, though? What did you do? And she's like, I didn't leave. Like, that's what I stayed. That's That's that was my part in it. And the comments were in shambles. They're like, oh, women can never take accountability. Of course, she didn't do nothing. But people don't realize that that is your part is when you stay. That is your part. That's you having attachment issues. And Anna Kendrick talked about that in that podcast about her abusive relationship and how her boyfriend at the time was trying to make her feel like her part was that she was insecure or that she was doing this or that. And she was like, for a while it worked until I realized my part that I played in it because everybody needs to take accountability. My part is that I stayed. That's it. So I was just like, wow, these comments are fucked up talking about women can't take accountability. That's a huge step in taking accountability is realizing that that is the part that you played in that shitty relationship is that you fucking stayed. That's huge. Yeah, those are my last. And of course, like, I turned into this person. I'm sorry to keep talking about myself, but. I mean, um, that's why you're here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, it's like, you also turn into this person that you don't like. Like, I, I didn't feel good about myself in those. I don't feel good when I'm having to nag, when I'm yeah. having to, like, be that annoyed. Like, I, I literally, have you seen School of, you've seen School of Rock. You know Sarah Silverman's character. Kind of, like, I, I know it's, like, kind of a small part, but she's, like. I haven't seen it in so long, also. Well, basically, she's the girlfriend of the guy who jack black is impersonating because you know he just needs money yeah so he takes a substitute job yeah and anyway he starts like getting paid as him and then i rewatch it i love that movie it's so good it's so good but yeah he he just basically he's like he's kind of a shitbag you know he's like <laughs> a freeloader like he lives there he doesn't pay rent he's just like always like a mess whatever and she mm-hmm. and she's like you need to tell him that blah, blah, blah. and she's just super annoying and i was like that's what i turn into and i hate that and it sucks because that's not me like, yeah that's not you it's just kind of what you've had to do but it's because you are in this relationship and like really you should leave but unfortunately as women we're conditioned to want to fix everything and also they make promises in the in the yeah. moment and they do end up change for a little it. bit exactly yeah and mm. like buy me presents, yeah, you know, because so. <laughs> I do be a dumb bitch sometimes. <laughs> for a present, yeah, <laughs> for like, a vacation, yeah, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's my part too, you know. Yeah, so like that is taking accountability though. Is like recognizing that that's your part. Sometimes that is the extent of yeah. your part in it, and I think sometimes we don't see that, so then we try to tell ourselves that it's our fault because maybe 
we are being too naggy. You don't trust yourself anymore. Mm. Your intuition, like your own reality, because now you're to the point where it's like, is he doing, is he that bad? Am I tripping? Maybe Am I doing too if much? I was, if I wasn't so hard on him all the time. Yeah. Maybe, and then, oh Maybe my I need God, to be more supportive. Oh, what killed me was when he'd be like, why can't you just be nice? And I was like, <gasps> okay. oh my God. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. No, at first it was like, yeah, I need to be nicer. I need to be nicer. I need to be gentler. Oh, well, it's, it really just, makes it's about my delivery. That it's that. Yeah. And it's like, well, why am I asking you so many times that I'm like pissed? Why am yeah. I getting to that point? Is because you're not listening to me when I'm being nice to you. It's like a form of gaslighting. Like right. when you're like now in your head going back and forth with yourself, it feels like there's two people in your head. No. You have been <laughs> fucking gaslit. Yeah. And I've been there where it's like, I don't even know which one's right. They both feel like they're right. Both people in my head. I'm like, well, maybe you're being a bitch too much. Maybe you should be more sweet. Maybe your tone is wrong. Mm. And then it's like, but no, girl, like, he's a dick. Like, he did this. Maybe you would be nicer if he would just do this, this, that. Now you're going back and forth with yourself. Like, you're a crazy person. Wait, like, did you see out. the other, this is separate, but the video where the girl's talking about how her husband or boyfriend is an engineer and he was neglecting the relationship and she made a list of, she has to make, like, a to-do list for him so that he can maintain the relationship. Like, puts it up oh, on a board. I think I did see that. Yes. And I feel like that shit is just so... I don't want to do that. Oh, my God. What? It's nuanced because I've seen people talk about, like, oh, oh well, like, if you're dealing with someone that's, like, that's like so neurodivergent. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, I kind of get it. And, like, I feel like if you're in the relationship and if it works and sure. you're happy to be doing that, okay. But do you want to be doing that? Because now yeah. that's your job for the rest of the relationship is to, like, be the wrangler and, like, no. be, like, the manager. I don't want to feel like a manager in my relationship. I want to have fun. Yeah. You know? And I get that sometimes it's work. Of course it's yeah. work. But it shouldn't be, like, hey, I'm having to remind you to take me out. I'm having to remind you to yeah. show up for me. Like, And if they are, like, neurodivergent, whatever it is, they need to help themselves. So why don't they at least be in charge of the whiteboard and writing their own duties instead of you having to write it? Like, if that's the compromise you need to make, then okay, they need to help themselves. Like, what if they were single, living alone? They're going to neglect, neglect their entire life? I mean, probably, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah unfortunately so you that's know like you see they how these men live it. when they're alone it's like oh that's what you do when left to your own devices that's crazy yeah and that's like it reminds me of that whole thing about like men with anger issues it's like they don't actually have anger issues if they are able to pick and choose who they blow up on because are they blowing up on their coworkers or their boss or that's only not. you when you're alone and nobody else is around that's not anger issues that's abuse and it's the same thing. Like, are they only pulling the neurodivergent card? Like, oh, it's my ADHD or whatever it is. Then how are you able to keep a job? Yeah, if so you're you, so disorganized. Every other part of your life is fine. But then when it comes to our relationship, it's okay to neglect me. And I have to be in charge of writing all the tasks on the whiteboard. Interesting. Yeah, I'm never doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be me, girl. Yeah, me either, girl. Um, oh, yeah, so the... I was trying to look for the screenshots from that freaking video game. Oh, yeah. Tweet. So a lot of men only have one outlet. We don't get to call our friends and talk out our issues. As we grow older, we stop going out. We get on the game and chill with the boys or alone. It's the only time men have to truly dissociate. Was it that uh, guy that 
the I am Chilson. Yeah. Which is like you okay, hold on a second. Like dissociation isn't a thing to do regularly. Yeah. It's not a tool. It's guys. something that you acknowledge you're doing and then you do something about it. It's not a to tool. To fix it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's how I, I feel some men use the mental health card. Oh, yeah. Is to absolutely. sit in their little victim complex and be like, well, it's because I'm depressed or I have this or that. And they use that as a cop out instead of getting themselves actual help. And that's not how you get to use shit. And it's the same as when you hear a man talk about, like, I can't open up to my girlfriend or be vulnerable because then girls always use it against me. Are they using it against you or are they saying, like, hey, I see you're doing this again and it's probably a coping mechanism because you're feeling depressed and you haven't realized and you should get help. And I'll be like, you, I told you I was depressed one time and you're using it against me. It's like. Someone bringing up something. I love you. (laughs) Can we do something about this? Sucks. I feel like that's how men like to use that line. They're always talking about like, they'll use it against me. How are they using it against you specifically? And if someone is like, oh, well, because your dad's mean to you, that's why you're a bitch. Okay, that's fucked up. But I don't think majority of women are using your vulnerabilities against you in that way when men how talk many about women that. have been therapists to their boyfriends like whole rehab centers to their boyfriends to their mm-hmm. husbands we are tired yeah and they you know that that thing that was going around that was like um a, a lot of men are like well women just don't care about men's mental health like i've cared a lot <laughs> actually yeah. i have been uh, i have been my boyfriend's caretaker on multiple occasions and I stop everything in my tracks of, of my life to do that. Yeah. I think if they actually sat there and thought about who has been there for them the most, it's probably a woman. It's not their gamer friends. Yeah. Like, are they really sitting there on their little game talking to, to their friends about deep shit, their emotions and like what's actually going on in their life? And I used to ask my exes, too. I'd be like, well, what does your friend think about this thing that's happening at your job? And they'd be like, oh, we don't, we don't talk about that. Oh, so you just dump everything on me. And then I'd be like, then so neglect me for hours. We? And they say, this is my best friend. Yeah. How? Where? Your best friends, but you don't talk about shit in your life? What do you talk about? Oh, we, you know, the game and the music that we're doing and whatever other, you know, surface level thing. And it's like, even about our relationship, I would be like, what do your friends think about the argument we just got in? Like, what did they, because this is what my friends think. Yeah. This is what my therapist said. And he'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to get into that with them because we don't really talk about girls like that. Like, about girls, like your girlfriend, not just some random bitch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) what? Like, I want you to talk about our relationship with your friends. Yeah, but then it's like if they hook up with a random girl, they probably talk about all the details. Oh, they talk about all of that. (laughs) Yeah, but you can't talk about real emotions. That's the problem, and that's what they don't want to own up to. And, of course, all the pick-me's were just like, you just need to (laughs) let him just play. Like, this is how they unwind and unpack. And maybe it's his girlfriend, like, if she wasn't, the way she is, maybe he would feel comfortable opening up to her. Shut the fuck up. I think up. that one girl, she was like, this says a lot about his girlfriend. Like, what are you fucking talking about for real? She's tired. Yeah, it says a lot about how tired she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I mean, I, 
I, I only dreamed of disconnecting his shit. There was a video once that was like this person cleaning the PS5. It was just like running it under the sink water <laughs> and like <laughs> filling it with soap. I was like, like cleaning his PS5 yeah. for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm a real submissive gal. I'm like <laughs> helping him. Yeah, so I'm fucking funny. so dead. Yeah, um, this one. It's crazy how much screaming at a screen with the boys can reset your brain. Oh my god! The way that my ex used to scream it was intense like that. He broke the arm off of his chair from literally like. Matt, I mean, this is like a 200 plus pound man. He was fucking banging on the shit. I was like, I'm like losing or something from losing the game. And he'd be no coping and skills. it would be like, oh, oh my God, that's yeah. I cannot <laughs> like live a man, like that. a large man screaming. That's scary. Terrifying every time. Yeah. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. That's scary. It's kind of like, I wonder if it has to do also with like sports and how like Totally. Abuse goes up during like Super the World Bowl. Cup and Super Bowl and shit like that. I feel like it's like in the same vein with like sports or gaming. Because that's the only emotion. Like men are hella emotional when they're like, oh, women are so like, no, men are actually very emotional and they don't know how to regulate either. But the thing with men is the only emotion they're allowed to feel is anger. That's it. Yeah. You would think if they only have one emotion that they would be able to control it better. like you would think that they'd be experts at that one emotion but even then it's really honestly i feel a lot of pity i feel a lot of pity for men because reading that thread made me sad for them i was like it was just excuse after excuse after excuse like girls would be like why can't you just do this why don't you why don't you do this like offering so many solutions and it was just excuse excuse i was like this is very sad. Like you you want to feel like shit, I guess. You that's what you want. Like you you like this. You like having to dissociate yeah. and saying like this is so important for me. That's why dissociate. like and part of me is it feels like it's just like an excuse. Like they're not even really like using it's a choice. the choice. Like it's like they're acting like they play all these games so that they can unwind because they have so much stress. And, like, they need the games. I think they just want to play the games, and they're trying to mask it as this, like, poor me thing. I mean, I don't doubt that they're depressed. Yeah. But, bitch, I'm depressed. Yeah. Like, that's hello? The, that's the thing. It's what? like, you think your girlfriend isn't also stressed out or nothing, and then you're just going to neglect her and act like, oh, the game is all you have when she's right there and she's trying to connect with you? Right. Did you watch Don't Worry Darling? I did not. Oh, my God. Did you like it? I loved it. I saw it twice in theaters. Oh, shit. And I saw it, like, with my other friend. I streamed it with her. I was like, you have to watch this movie. Honestly. I think it's on HBO Max, huh? I'm going to watch it. It's on HBO Max. You have got. Watch it. Watch it with your sister. April watched it. And, like, I feel like it was during when it it was, like, all the drama. Right. She she liked it, but I think she expected a different direction from it, maybe. That's okay. what I saw, like, a lot of people say. They were like, I thought it was going to go a complete different way. Or they were confused by the ending, maybe. I but, like, the beginning was really good. I think I had really low expectations for okay. it. Not because of it. Like, I love I love Florence. Yeah. Um, Pew. Pew. Yeah. Pew. I love her. I, I love watching her. She's just like, ugh. Oh. It's so satisfying. But I don't know. I mean, I didn't know what it would be. And anyway, mm-hmm. I, I feel like 
the whole thing is about incel culture. Yeah. And she was telling you about she it. She was telling me a little bit, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. She kind of told me the premise of it, but then, like, the end is just where she got kind of thrown off. But I need to watch it just because it yeah, seems good. Yeah, there's, there's a twist. It's so, I mean, it kind of touches on this, like, fantasy world that men they you know they think oh if i just had it this way then yeah all of these problems would get resolved instead of actually like tackling the issue at yeah. hand you it know like running away from it or just yes. trying to escape to a different world which i think that's like literally what that movie is right it's like yeah well yeah kind of <laughs> yeah like i can't say i don't want to spoil it but yeah no it's about it's about this you know men being in their own little fantasy and it reminds me also there was that other tweet i sent you yes about like new moms mm-hmm. and i'll just read the oh whole thing God. and then we'll just disgusting very pick me this girl was like i've noticed in a lot of marriages the tension between husband and wife with a newborn baby the woman thinks her husband doesn't understand how she feels and she's doing all the work she's not sleeping etc Here's the thing. No man will truly understand what it's like to have a baby. Postpartum. Be a mom. It's not specific to your husband. Literally any man you would have married will never understand. Once you realize that, cut him some slack. You're both working hard in different ways. What's beautiful is if you're close to his older sisters, your own sisters or mother-in-law slash mom, the women know and they can help you out and offer advice. So much to unpack there. So much. Just so disappointing. But it just it kind of correlates to what we're talking about in that women have always just been forced to figure it out. And men are just like run away from the problem or deal with it in some other way instead of tackling it head on. Like they think new moms know how to be a fucking new mom. No, you figure this shit out as you go, just like anyone else. I think my first problem reading that was this man busted in her (laughs) like like he had a part in this (laughs) please like all you did was that and if you're not waiting on her hand and foot and like at her beck and call what are you doing like yeah all you did was donate sperm at that point i don't understand why women are like cut him slack cut him slack that's he nutted in you that's crazy to say. <laughs> like, hello? That, when, sh- when I saw that cut him some slack, I was like, okay, no. Oh. No. I, like, physically just, like, oh, my God. You, why would you say that? Cutting cut a man slack. slack. You just pushed a baby out your fucking vagina or got I cut know, open. I know. To get the baby taken out. Put your, your life on the recovering. line. Literally, you can probably, you're probably not able to walk if you got a C-section. Mm-hmm. Or you're, like uterus is about to fall out or cervix i don't even know what happens can't even pee right you gotta wear diapers sometimes right there's just so much going on and on top of that it's like cut your husband some slack what is he doing what did he physically do to get this baby out because i think he has a lot of extra energy and he has hands his body's not healing like he's not lactating he's there's a lot of you know he's got free hands did you see that tweet it was this man OBGYN, which is weird in itself already like why <laughs> why did you choose to why? do that but whatever mm-hmm. we'll put that to the side yeah <laughs> he was like 
oh, we need to offer like mental health services to men after their wives gives birth because we don't talk enough about okay. how <laughs> they lose sexual attraction to their wife. And it's just something we don't talk about. Like it's it's kind of sad. I'm sorry. Uh, a woman just pushed something out of. And that's what he said. He was like, they just watched like basically some gross, nasty shit. Like poor them. They need I, therapy. I want I want everybody to understand <laughs> How tiny your cervix is. Like, I, let me just say, it's literally like the eye of a needle, okay? A it's dot. this tiny little dot. A dot. And that opens, and then you still have to push out a person through that, a uh. whole watermelon out of this tiny little, okay, and then for somebody to be like, and now I can't fuck her. Like, because I saw her body do this crazy thing. Get over it. I need therapy, because I, what the fuck? are y'all talking about yeah it's and i know it's a common insane. thing it's a common thing that happens oh, it's to men way too common the whole not being physically attracted but the not stepping up then don't come in her i have a simple solution don't come in her just wear don't. condoms yeah get a vasectomy please you want to keep fucking somebody keep fucking them don't come in them it's yeah. very simple and i always say like unless a man is like begging to have children with you don't have children. Like, if you're having to be like, come on, babe. No. Couldn't be me. He's not going to be a good, like, husband to you. I don't know. He might be a good dad, maybe. But to you, if he's not even wanting to have a baby, you think he's going to step up and, like, do all this shit? Because while you're on the couch, there's, like, all these TikToks of women, like, oh, I need to, like, fold the laundry before this, that, because my husband. And I'm like, you just had a baby and you're having to do all this? If I ever had a baby, I'm not doing shit i'm not doing anything, anything. at all i mean i'm not i don't want to i'm taking care me. of my baby tubes tied <laughs> <laughs> i do have you looked into it i have yeah my friend just got it oh, she and did? she was telling me about the process she was like super easy it's basically like they just they fill you up with air and then they go in like they don't even have air. to cut your whole thing up yeah you know like when they take your appendix out they don't have to like cut your whole thing open they just cut a tiny hole they fill it with air to make it go, make your skin go up. And then they just like pull the thing out of the tiny hole. Never knew that. You didn't know that? <laughs> no. Isn't that horrible? I'm um, sorry for giving you nightmares now. But yeah, <gasps> she was telling me about the procedure and I was like, I think I want to do it. I think I, I just, I don't want to have the constant worry of like, and everybody said, oh, when you get to be closer to 30, you're going to start regretting it. You're going to, you're going to wonder. And I'm, I'm literally 29. And I'm like waiting for the beat to drop and it's just not. It's like yeah. every, I'm 31 and I'm just like, I feel like every year I'm looking at the world and I'm like, yeah, I'm not bringing anybody. I here. think this every year up. I want kids less and less. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone's like, just wait till you're older. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want them. Right. Ah. And your, your birth control situation. Here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No comment. <laughs> I was on birth control for like, same five Ever. years maybe when i was like my early 20s mm -hmm. or like 18 maybe it is it's harder to get pregnant now at our age though yeah that's a nice thing to know yeah and still like, still don't don't uh try your luck but you know it's yeah <laughs> no i've i've gotten pregnant <laughs> 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 oh, immediately <laughs> yeah i would too i would i'm surprised i haven't honestly really yeah i'm like honestly i feel like <laughs> I think a I'm lot infertile. of women i know are like you might be i was right. surprised i was like oh, oh but my yeah i just did not want it i was like no 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 
But a lot of women I know, like, just do, like, pull-out method, and it's just, like, it's kind of hard to get pregnant. I I did, I've done pull-out for a long time. Yeah. It's, like, and I have, like, the period tracker app. You do the the method or whatever. Kind of. I just will try to avoid. Rhythm method or whatever. Yeah, doing it while I'm fertile, I guess. Mm. It's, like, only, like, three days during the month. Right. I don't know. But... Yeah, I don't know. Did you see Chelsea Handler's video? No. Because she doesn't want kids either. She yeah, never she's had. like single and childless, and she posted a video. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, day in the life of a single childless wake woman in her 40s. Hand. Literally just like, wake. she's like, I woke up at like 7 because something, something, and then I remembered I don't have kids. So I went back to sleep, and I woke up at 12 p.m. because I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> then I did this, this, this. <laughs> And, of course, like, Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro and all the conservatives and misogynists were so triggered and pissed. And like, she, like, this is so sad. She is so miserable and just trying to she's mask it. Like, actually. I'm like, bro, she's hilarious. She does not give a fuck. She's rich. She's funny. Like, yeah. who cares? And then in response to that, she posted a video of her skiing in a bikini. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love her. She's too funny. But oh, my god! Yeah, I love seeing more content about childless women. I've been seeing it more. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, because I think a lot of women who are, like, maybe in their 30s and are still thinking about it or, like, late 20s, there's not a lot of representation of women openly speaking about it. Mm-hmm. It's either they're just, like, they ignore the topic altogether or you'll get, like, the one that's, like, I regret it, and then everybody runs with that narrative. I just feel like if you do regret it, if you get to that point, there's so many, I mean, technology is advancing and there's, there's foster kids. There's no shortage of children in general. You know, if I really get to that, I think the time in my life where I would start thinking about it maybe is once I accomplished the things that I wanted to accomplish in my youth, which I'm, you know, I'm like getting closer and closer to that point of like, what I want. Like, I know what I want. I'm going to keep going for it. But that takes a lot of time. Like pursuing your dreams is like being a mother in a way it is. That's like, your baby. That's your baby. Your like this, you your know, career. your podcast, this is like one of your children. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of time. You yeah. devote your love. You pour yourself into it. Like right. this is a form. And if you have like a dog too, like I know people I hate the dog. comparison, but it's like really, you have to take care of it. And Think about every decision you make, how it affects them. I have a dog. I want to keep getting dogs. I feel pretty like that maternal instinct is satisfying. Yeah, it is fulfilled in that way. And there's even days where I'm like, okay, I need to leave the dog with the sitter because she's being annoying as fuck. Like, yeah. And I travel when I travel. I don't bring her, you know? Yeah. And it's like also when you travel, you have to think about like arrangements for exactly. child care for your dog. Yeah. dog I, I feel I feel in a way, you know, not to offend people yeah. that have. But I, I have friends with children that are like, oh, my God, getting a puppy is the worst. It's like worse than having a baby sometimes. Bro. Yeah. And getting a puppy a is lot. I will never do it again. I literally Regret. felt like a new mom. Like, yeah. Waking up in the sleep? middle of the oh night. Like. For hours, just them whining, 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 and the then just training. shitting everywhere. I'm like, oh, I was sleep <gasps> deprived. I felt like I was yeah. losing my mind. It was legit, like having a newborn. No offense. No, yeah, but, no full offense. But I've seen, <laughs> <laughs> but I've actually seen people on TikTok that are like, oh, I used to be like that girl that would say like 
compare dogs and babies. But now I have my own baby and I was right. It's the same thing. Blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel validated. I mean, yeah. One of my best friends has, she got a, a puppy like right after she had her baby. Like oh, shit. six, and I think like when the baby was six months or something. And she was like, I wanted them to like grow up together. That's and cute. she was like, dude, the dog. But definitely a, Holy a decision. shit. That's, I'm like, Hey, more power to you. If you can do it, I could never, you know. Like having twins. Oh, I could never. But I think that, yeah, there's so many alternatives. And a a lot of people, and this is what I was going to go, going back to this tweet. um, A lot of people without children who want children, who have never had the experience of caring for children, they... Of course, it's like the thought is very romantic. It's very yeah. idealist. Like, it's oh my cute. God, it's how like nice, how cozy. making a mini us right. with 50% my DNA and 50% your DNA base. It's like, little mini. okay, that's cute. That's uh, in a way kind of sexual. You know, I get the kink aspect of it too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, yeah people are breeding. into, yeah, they're like the breeding kinks and whatever. I get it. Um, but at the same time, this is a person. I, I and it, it goes it, back to the same thing you were saying with um, cheating and like the fantasy. It's a fantasy. There's no responsibility in that thought. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many friends I have who, well, not how many. It's, it's a few. It's my friends. Most of my friends with children, they had a baby dad that was like, I can't wait to be a father. I can't wait. I'm going to be the best dad. Where are they? Don't buy diapers. Don't pay child support. Don't know how to feed the kid. Leave the kid with the fucking diaper rash. Like, oh my god! Hello. That's why they literally say if you want to have kids, you have to plan to be a single mother. Because you just don't fucking know. You just don't know. You don't know. And it's like that's your responsibility at the end of the day because that came out of you. Sadly, the burden falls on you so just be careful and absolutely don't have a baby with someone that's not like wanting to have a baby but, but even it's like then I said, even <laughs> then you don't know they could be blowing smoke up your ass and telling uh, you all the things that because it's really a way to control you if you oh, have yeah. a baby you're out of you can't work you can't do certain things you can't go out anymore oh God, it grosses me out when guys are like oh yeah i had to lock her down and get her pregnant before summer like ew that's it's disgusting what the fuck why would you say that it is it's a form of control it's called reproductive control and this is like it's a whole form of abuse that yeah i've heard that where like abusive men will just keep getting their victim pregnant because like they can't leave especially if they're also financially in control of everything oh yeah yikes it's a way to isolate because how isolated are new moms you know like they're they have to be locked up dealing with this baby and i don't know i i have my whole thing with people that want babies really bad because i feel like it's to me kind of when somebody really wants to be a um a president or like an elected official in some way it's like usually the person that really doesn't want the power would be the best leader I agree. Because what they want is the image, the power, the status. You know, I feel the same way about being a parent. Like, it makes people look better in society if they're a mother, if they're a father. And it's like. I feel that, too. It's usually the people that don't want kids that would be the best parents. Absolutely. Because they actually fully understand the burden and the work. And they would take it on if they were 
forced to take it on. Yeah, versus people that just don't think it through. I've seen so many TikToks of girls being like, I had no idea, like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? You had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I worked, I, my first jobs were working at daycares, um, first with first graders teaching kids how to read. I I worked as like a little daycare nanny mm-hmm. at my little class of like two and three year olds. And that's enough. You know, I microdosed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think that's fully when I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Were you thinking about it before and then you experienced yeah. that and you were like, yeah, no. Because I think I was probably like 25 at the time around there. So that's when I was still considering it. That's like when it felt like it's just something that was supposed to happen where I didn't really feel like there was a choice mm-hmm. to be made. Now I'm older and I realize, like, you could just not have kids. But, like, when you're younger, it just feels like it's something that's going to happen. As a woman, yeah. Yeah, like, like, you don't really have a choice in it. It's just, like, at some point, that's a part of your life that you're going to have to get to. But, yeah, dealing with kids, like, I was like, whoa, this is too much. And just even feeling the pressure when I'm around, like, younger kids, like, everything that comes out of my mouth. I feel like it's going to impact their whole life. Of course. And I'm like, damn, what can I say right now? That's going to make their life better. That's a lot. It's a lot of energy and just, yeah, it just feels like it would be so draining. I think, too, as an eldest daughter, I was left to care for my little brother a lot, who was only two years younger than me. And so I had the experience of unwanted motherhood as a young person, like from the age of two pretty much throughout my teens like I was forced to care for this person and my brother he has he has a lot of um issues and not giving like this person that really needs special care that needs like professional help the tools that he needs to thrive and instead just giving him me <laughs> another child <laughs> i'm like uh what do i do here and yeah. I, and then i grew up feeling like i'm inadequate and like i can't because i'm literally a child yeah you're also just you trying know? to figure it out like i'm trying to regulate my own emotions i'm yeah. trying to be a person i don't even know what i am and i don't yeah. know i feel like i got the experience of motherhood and now i'm in my like um my empty nest phase you know, it's I'm like so cool. Just like chilling. Yeah. Myself, like. Yeah. I have my dog. I have my projects. I have my travel. Like now I'm, I'm retired, you know, in a way, <laughs> in a way from motherhood. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And then I just feel like men don't really have to think about that as much. I think it's the same as like women when we're younger, where they're just like, well, one day it'll happen. I'll be a father. But I feel like they don't really think deeply about being a father as much that's why they're like maybe they really do want a child maybe they're not blowing smoke up your ass they just never actually thought about it i think that and they fall short there's a lot of guys who i was dating when i was first on the dating apps and stuff and i was getting to know different people there were guys that were in their early 30s guys that were in their late 20s that were talking about like you know, their their life is kind of like they're not at a job they like. They're not saving any money. They're like kind of figuring stuff out. And that's that's like a whole other. I don't know if you saw that thread on Twitter about like how saying that people need to be financially stable in order to have kids is classist. Did Eugenics. you see this? Yes. I've seen that conversation There's, going on It's like on a dialogue. A lot, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not saying that, you know, you need to have all the money in the world. But like 
really yeah. really consider how traumatic it is to grow up in poverty and without which I you know went in and out of not like entirely but like there was a point where I was on food stamps and like as a person a young person your brain's developing and you're like you know getting these uh, conceptions of money and thinking that like you're evil for needing things to be like alive yeah and you're like i don't want to live then because i'm yeah. an inconvenience i'm a burden like it's like poverty can be is, very traumatic for very young traumatic. kids and i'm not saying that like rich kids don't experience to some degree like their parents being like i did all this stuff for you and yeah. you were ungrateful it's and completely whatever. different you can you can get traumatized in a rich family as much as you can get traumatized in a poor family yeah i'm not saying anything but i will say the guys i was dating who talk about like oh someday someday like, sir, there's a thing called a biological clock, right? Like, if you want to be with women that want children, the time is now. Yeah. You have to be ready yesterday. You, you know? should be planning towards that, even if you're single. Like, if, even if you want to be 20s, a father, yeah, you should be working towards that. Like, recognizing that there's a limit. There's, like, a you're on a time crunch and they're like in their 30s or they're I, I was dating this dude that was 33 years old living with five roommates talking about someday I'm like I think men just really think like oh well if I get someone pregnant I'll just like get my shit together really quick that's that nine months works. goes freaking so fast and you think you're gonna undo and years of therapy months, that you probably need and save enough money to provide for them is expensive too yeah the yeah child okay the child is very expensive but the pregnancy the prenatal care and shit. also giving birth in a hospital bro when i found out it cost money to give birth i was like <laughs> <laughs> like tens of thousands of dollars you guys this is stuff that we don't talk about but please like yeah. think about this because these are debts that you're gonna incur for a whole lifestyle change that let me just say is not that glamorous like yeah being a parent is not it's it's like yeah I'm sure there's beautiful moments you know, um, but it's anyway. like it's a full commitment. I think people think of it more as like this like cute little thing you do, like a little puppy. Yeah, get a dog then. Literally, that's, that's annoying as fuck too. Get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> get a dog. Like versus like something really intense. It's like I don't know. I I would I don't fucking have kids, but I would just compare it to just like the biggest lifestyle change, just like a project. That is lifelong, that is draining, that you have to focus on. Like, say you sign up for a class at, like, a really intense university that it's, like, right. really fucking hard. And you have to study every fucking night and you have tests every single fucking day. Right. Like, it's not something you get to walk away from. You know, because at the end of the day, it's if you're commitment. burned out in class, you could you drop out. Right. You can't drop out from being a fucking parent, though. And I would say it's, like, that same level. Like, well, you Not can. same shit, but. <laughs> People do all the time. They do. <laughs> you can walk away. Oh, my God. Go get some milk. Right. But get some cigarettes, you know. Yeah. So. It happens. Yeah. So it's one thing to want to be a parent and to want to have kids and to want to be a father. But I think you have you to look more about someone's ass, qualities. Though? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Do you want that? You want to wipe shit off someone's ass? Think about it for yeah. a second. No, that's disgusting. Because you do it, it's like around the clock, wiping shit off of someone's ass. I'm not even joking. Like, have you worked with babies? No, you haven't. I luckily never had to change diapers <laughs> when I was doing that. I've only changed, like, I don't even remember, like, probably one of my little cousin's diapers. And it was only pee. And, and you're I, like, 
threw hey. up almost like in my <laughs> mouth like the stench was so bad like I'm very sensitive oh my god but the thing is you know what's crazy is like your your body and your hormones like they're shit and they're piss like your own babies I'll get to you it doesn't smell that bad oh wow. apparently it's like when you know when you pee or shit it's that's like, true it's also <laughs> like picking up your own dog's shit yeah versus like you know like I've done like so many things for like my dog if she has like a wound or like hot right. spots like i'll be cleaning, cleaning it for throw up or whatever. yeah and my mom will be like so disgusted like ew like you should have been a vet i'm That's like my baby. bro a vet because i'm taking care of my dog like calm That's down what i signed up for yeah and she's like no that's disgusting i was like didn't you like wipe my ass when i was a little baby she's like yeah but that's different because you different. were my baby and i'm like well that's my baby yeah. like <laughs> come on See, it's the same Connect it really is the, the dust it really is because i would probably be disgusted doing that for a random dog maybe not but shit diapers yeah no. yeah yeah, and I'm like that video that. of like, well, there's been a bunch of videos of little kids coming up and like trying to eat your food off your plate <laughs> with their sticky ass fingers, dirt. <laughs> like, no, I get so disgusted at those videos. Oh like, my god, that guy! I'm who, not mad. It's a baby, but I would be disgusted. You know I'd be like, guy, take it. The one who's the teacher on TikTok who makes the videos. Jabria, is that his name? Like, he has Jabria, like long hair. Are you smart? That guy? No, oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> He's like a, a, a white dude with long hair and he has a nose ring. And I don't think I've seen him. He, oh my God, I need to send you those videos. He like will replace scenarios of little kids just like literally like reaching in the bag, having like their dusty fingers and then like trying to touch you and then like coughing. And then <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah. <laughs> Ew. And then coming up to you and being like, let me show you this thing. And then like spinning three times. And you're like, <laughs> okay, what am I looking at right now? Dead. Yeah. That's, you have to really want that and you have to be really ready for it. I, like, I would feel bad, but I, but I don't because I don't have kids, you know? It's like I can talk all the shit I want to. I literally, I posted this video of a, of a little kid having a temper tantrum. I like stitched it. It's a little girl screaming and she's like having a temper tantrum and I like I stitched it and I was like tubo ligation <laughs> and the and I was like oh god I, hope I think I, I don't. saw that wait yeah. did you post it yeah 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 okay I did see that oh and, my god um and her the woman who runs the the mom on that video she saw the video <laughs> and she thought it was so funny oh okay she was like I was like oh shit like, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. but in the comments a lot of people were like I understand the little girl like you are so mean for that and like you're not saying fuck her I'm saying I don't want that yeah I don't want that what's so wrong with that it's not it's like, like, like I'm posting my own kid and being like look at that <laughs> like that uh, sucks you know yeah. which is uh kind of what the mom was doing so it's like she set me up for and like they like make a joke about it but then like people get by her like what about when your baby grows up and sees this it's like they'll probably think they're being annoying as fuck too yeah so, i don't <laughs> what? know that's like a whole nother topic with okay people making content with their kids. Yeah, yeah i i feel like people shouldn't but like they say, the best parents are always those who have no children, so. Yeah, it's it's getting scary out here. There's a lot of, like, content creators now, like, devoting their whole channel to, like, calling out weird fucking shit. Like, there right. was this lady that was doing meet and greets with her child, like, going on tour. Like, pimping her child out. Yeah, literally going on tour, like, around the country doing meet and greets, like, charging whatever, like, 30 bucks. I don't fucking know. That's terrifying. 
That's, that's terrifying. Really fucking. That's the weird. times where I'm like, see, I hate social media, but then I like, I love it too. I'm like, social media is so good because it exposes these people, but yes. then it's like it also gives these people a place to to share their yeah. And ah! there's just other like dumbass people online that don't see nothing wrong with it. So then they're like at those people's defense, and then they think that like since there's people on their side that. It's just a matter of difference of opinion versus like, no, you're just fucking weird for that. Well, let me tell you something. Men will jerk off to literally a picture of your face. Like you, you don't even need to be naked in it. (laughs) You don't need to, you could be fully clothed, like in your classroom, at work, like jogging, whatever, fully clothed. Men will jerk off to it. I can't tell you how many of my pictures men save. It's literally a picture of me just like standing there. And they save it. And I know it's men. It's like 10. It's got 10 saves. And I'm like, who is jerking off to that? Oh, that's so weird. Like, yeah, which like brings the other freaking issue with kids being online. It's like if men are jerking off to just random girls' pictures, anything. what do you think people are doing with their kids' pictures online? You know, which I get it. You want to share your life and shit, but this is something to keep in mind. I don't know. I don't feel right about that. Like... I wish there was a space where, like, only kids could be online for, you know, interacting with other kids. And that's yeah. cool. But th- it's never that. It's, like, anyone has access to these things. And, like, you could pretend to be whoever. That's that's the scary part about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even if a man says he wants kids, don't listen to him. I would just pay attention more to, like, if you think he is up. Does, is his, his life together? to be a father. Yeah. Is his life together? Like, what qualities does he have that makes you think? He would be a good father. Does he take care of you? Bro, and that's when people are like, gold digger, gold digger, if you ask yes. for shit in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, so unless you have gold for me to dig, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't like, want you. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, be with someone that doesn't have money and then just don't ask them for shit? Or be with someone that has money and then not ask them for shit? Like, why would I? They have money. <laughs> shit costs money. We live in capitalism. I'm sorry. I like to get nice things. Yeah, like everything costs money, and I'm just not allowed to ask for anything now because everything costs money because now I'm a gold digger. And especially if you plan on having kids, you should be making sure that you're with someone that is willing and able and happy mm. to provide for you. If they're being oh resentful about it, right? probably don't have kids with them. I mean, yeah, I, I hear horror stories about men who will be like, oh, I want to be a dad, la, la, They have all the money. They buy the house, all the things. And then as soon as the child comes, they don't pay for the clothes. They don't pay. Even if they're still together, they're like, well, that's your responsibility. It's the woman's financial responsibility. I've heard about this multiple times. And I've also heard about the men who will not talk about their finances with the woman that they're married to. It's like, that's my money, too. Hello. That's very weird. Like, don't yeah. get married then. That's very weird. I would be suspicious. Like, okay, well, what are you fucking hiding? I would never marry somebody without knowing what's going on with their money. Like, I need to know. That's my money, too. Like, finding out they're, like, in thousands, tens of thousands of dollars of debt. Like, you should probably know that. Yeah. Before you get married. Absolutely. I think you have a right to know that. Like, what the fuck? Or I seen this one lady post that she opened the mail or something where she found out that their house was in foreclosure because her husband had not been paying the mortgage for like the past few months or something because he was just in charge of all the finances and now her whole life is in shambles and he hadn't even told her yet she like accidentally opened something so that's a nightmare 
You just don't know who the fuck you're with. There's too many stories about just. I honestly, I'm at a point where, like, I will proudly state I am a gold digger. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have shame about it because, like, (laughs) no, I mean, yes, men are very nice. They're very nice to hang out with. I love having sex with men. Absolutely. But, like, if I'm going to be with a man who I have to get ready and done up for and, like, I'm going to be, because when I show up as a woman in a relationship, like, I, I do the most. Yeah. I don't want to change that about myself. I want to do the most. If I love you, like, I want to be surprising you. I want to go out to do nice things together. I want to, like, make you feel good. I want to look good for you. Like, just. That costs money, unfortunately, because we live in capitalism. So I, I want a man that's going to do the same thing. That's why people are like, well, what are you bringing to the table? I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. This (laughs) booty. (laughs) hello it's like like they don't understand it's like when you're asking them to like what when you're being a gold digger whatever it's like they're performing their duty under patriarchy i am stuck here under patriarchy i'm doing my duty showing up as a woman that's why you pursued me because if i wasn't i don't think you would have pursued me if i was out here with hairy legs and a mustache and a unibrow and smelling like shit and my hair not done hello like if i walked around like, just straight out of the shower, just not doing shit. I don't think people would be, maybe they would be, still a little cute. Uh, yeah, you're but cute. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Give yourself some credit. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, like, for real, like, women do so much to just perform femininity. femininity yeah. And they take it for granted because we just do it without complaining about it. I mean, we complain a little. But like, I like it. I like doing this. But but the thing is, like, I am a status symbol for you when you go out with me. And I and I know that I'm going to help position your life in a different way, because like you think companies want some like I mean, yeah, sometimes it's easier for a company to have like a single man who doesn't have any responsibilities, who doesn't have to go home, blah, blah, blah. But but married men make more money. It's just, it looks, it's a better look. Like, yeah. it makes men look more reliable. It makes men look like, like they're a family consistent. man. Exactly. Like, that's a good look. I mean, there's so many companies that are built on that, like, oh, mom and pop thing. Like, look yeah. at this man, whatever. Um, and I feel like if I'm going to add to your value just by being there, like, you need to be paying for my shit. Yeah, it's. It's really crazy and like all the girls that were under my video, which I've been talking about it because I'm still getting comments because that video is still doing numbers. Hell yeah. And it's just like I finally realized it's probably girls that are really young that haven't realized all this shit yet. You know, when I was really young, I was really open to splitting everything. I was like, yeah, me too. With my ex, I thought he was struggling. I was paying a little bit more than he was at certain points because I was like, oh, he's struggling. I want to help him out. There, there were points when I was really young and I didn't understand how things worked. And I, I was literally talking about this last night with my friend um, about finances in particular. Like I was telling her I was kind of struggling with saving and I had just moved in with my uh, now ex. I was like, OK, I'm, I feel like I'm living pretty frugal. I'm not like spending money on on clothes and makeup and bullshit. You know, I'm yeah. like I'm I'm pretty much only paying for the necessities right now and I I feel like I'm still struggling and I and I shouldn't be and yeah. so she's like well do you have a budget and I was like no what do you how do you do it and she was like let's go through all your expenses right now so we you know wrote down how much I pay for the gas for the electric for 
the you know groceries for because i was i was paying for all this and then and my ex was like oh well i'm paying for our phone bill and i'm paying for our internet and he was like it's the same it's the same and (laughs) i and i believed it because i didn't know shit you know i I had never paid for all this stuff like right anyway so i believed it and i was like okay i'm i so i i sat down with her and and we did we did all the things and then and then my half of rent and then whatever other shit i had to pay for and then she's like, wait, so what does he pay for? And I was like, oh, well, he pays for the internet and the phone bill. And that's, that's like, the same. And she said, no, girl, that's not the same. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And so, he, you know, she was like, well, this is how much the phone bill is, like, on average. So let's just assume that that's how much it is on the cheaper end of it. And then um, this is how much Wi-Fi costs, you know, internet. And I was like, okay, hmm. And then, like, so we this added. You're paying underline, underline, underline. Yeah, and we wrote it down. We literally wrote it down, and I was like, oh, I was paying, overpaying by between like three hundred and four hundred dollars, and I had no idea because this man was playing me. Uh, and yeah, he uh, uh, and I also like I didn't even realize this until I moved out. Like once we were finally over, but like I had filled up the apartment with furniture because he was like, we don't need. A couch, you could just get chairs and like watch the TV in front of chairs. Who got the TV though? I got the TV. It was like a hand me down yeah. TV that I got from somebody at work, and then I got another TV from someone else who was moving, and then I got a couch from someone who was getting a new couch. Like I really, I, I found ways to do it. In in like he came up. I I really <laughs> tried. I was like very resourceful, you know. And I was like, oh my god, when I was moving out, all of the things I took were my things that I got. And all the things that were still left in the apartment for him to pack were my things that I was giving to him. What the fuck? Oh my God, that was a wake up call. I That's was crazy. I was like floored. I was Just like I was seeing it physically like oh, seeing shit. it like the <laughs> physical like I I was literally sitting on the floor just like sobbing with my friends. They all helped me move. I was like uh-huh. ah yeah, it was really <laughs> really tragic. But um but yeah, I mean But I, a wake up call. It was a wake up call and anyway, yeah, finances are really important and you have to be with somebody cuz he would always say, "Oh yeah, 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 it's the same." You know, whatever. Like he would he would find these ways to kind of <laughs> the Virgo faces. <laughs> my oh my face, god, I you're so funny. It. Oh my god, that's literally I had no idea and I was young. I was 23, 24, you know, I was fucking my brain wasn't fully cooked as I like to say because, you know, it takes yeah. a while for your brain to really get gelled and like figure out but yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know any better. And so now that I'm older and I know how much it costs to live because I've been living on my own, now I'm not. Yeah, of course. I, I'm not Back expecting then, any less. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with 50-50. Like, I just need my man to be loyal and I love mean, me. I grew up with that song the way I are, you know, like. You know the song? It's Carrie Hilson and Timbaland. And she's like, oh, baby, it's all right now. You ain't got a front for me. Okay. Do you know yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, if we go Dutch, you can still get my love, and it's like now that's not true. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. That's why I feel like all the girls that were commenting were just really young, and of course, there's women that are older that are still in that mentality. But I could just feel bad for them. That's all I can do because it's like, girl, if you realized everything, Everyone the value that you're adding, get their hands dirty. And it'll happen to them and yeah. they don't, you know, they won't learn until it happens and find out eventually. That sucks. 
bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was like one last thing. It ties into everything. There was a tweet going around a conversation about this girl was like, oh, you guys must not know what it's like to be fully taken care of for a man to take care of you because if my man wakes me up at 3 in the morning, I'm going to get up and cook for him. So then it turned into everyone just dragging her and then like a tweet just like doing like satire, just like if my man wakes me up at 3 a.m. and he's hungry, the real woman that I am, I'm going to eat whatever he cooks for us. It's just like, please, like. And even like there was men trying to put sense into this woman like, you think that man loves you when he's waking you up at three in the morning to go cook him a hot meal? Like, is he your fucking baby? He can't get up and make himself a sandwich, eat a bowl of cereal. I nothing. will say though, if a man is paying for my entire life, <laughs> if I don't have to get up in the morning, go to work, and my and my and I'm a stay at home wife, stay at home girlfriend who's getting supported, I'll wake up at 3 in the morning and do it. Sure. That's yeah. different. If you're paying yeah. for me to not have to wake up in the morning to go to work, yeah, I'll cook you whatever you want. I feel like maybe if it's an exaggeration, I think 3 in the morning is just, like, a little rude. And I don't know. But Again, like, if you have no life, yeah. if your whole life is just doing whatever the fuck you want to do, enjoying things, like, yeah, absolutely. I I'll see, wake like, up for waking you. Waking up and, like, making <laughs> breakfast for you before you go to work. Sure. But three three in the morning is just, like, crazy. If the man is already going out like, of his way. You could way. eat this coochie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and You're go hungry. back to sleep. There's food right here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even got to get out of bed, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, I feel, I feel like... Unless somebody is fully supporting me. Yeah, it's always the men that are going 50-50 that expect shit like that. Or that are just, like, still making you pay here and there. Like, you can maybe get away with this if you're paying for literally everything. And I don't want to be in a dinky apartment. Like, that's what, like, when you see the conversation about, like, when would you be a stay-at-home boyfriend or dad, whatever. Like, when would you feel comfortable as a man? And these guys are like, only if my girl's making like 300K. So they understand. Hmm. You would only want to do that if you're being fully taken care of, like really well. I'm talking about like, I could do whatever the fuck I want, take Pilates classes, like (laughs) do this, whatever the fuck, and hire a freaking um, cleaning lady and everything. Like, if I'm not cleaning, I'm not. Doing anything else? Like, yeah. sure, I'll cook for you at 3 in the morning. Sure, if it's that one time, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, it's just some girls are okay with, like, being taken care of if he's paying for everything, but then they're in, like, a shitty-ass apartment. Mm-mm. Like, better be a little no. more luxurious. <laughs> no. Want better for yourself because I if it was the right other way around, that. a man wouldn't stay home if you were keeping him locked up in this apartment while you're working <laughs> all day, like. I would be comfortable only if we were saving to buy a house. And by yeah. we, I mean the man yeah. who's working. Yeah, as long as you're progressing yeah. towards like, yeah. <laughs> the lifestyle that you want and deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Shit's crazy. But like we were talking about, I feel like the pick me pandemic is getting out of control. And it's oh getting worse goodness. and worse and worse and worse. Literally like a freaking zombie outbreak except for pick me's. And they're just like hooking other girls to feel the same way. And at first it was just young girls, but now with like social media, you got like Pearl and shit like oh that. Oh my god, that woman needs to be stopped. God, I just try to ignore her and like block every account now that posts her because I just can't take it any longer because it's so obviously just like a cash grab. Mm-hmm. 
for like, like she knows it piss, it pisses people off it pisses it gets, people off she gets stitches so she just keeps growing in popularity and she knows that boys eat it up and they're going to support her and pay her bills so it's it still has consequences it's still dangerous because it's like spreading this rhetoric the incels and people like that and pick me's. I think the more independent women get, the more backlash there is. This every single time a group starts to get empowerment, there's gonna be there's gonna be resistance mm-hmm. from the more conservative, more traditional people that want the world to stay the way it is. Yeah. And it's like no one's doing well in this current world. Like things could be better for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like, look, I have my traditional things too. I, I would love, I would love to get married. I would love to, yeah, like emotionally taking care of somebody or like cooking for them, whatever. That's, yeah. that's cool. If I feel like I'm getting that back too. Yeah, of course. You know, and I the would things love that to come naturally. Natural. When you love someone. Yeah. I think, I think if there's a balance, then yeah. I, then I could feel like, yeah, I want to be this like feminine, whatever to this guy. But like, yeah. otherwise right now, that's not my situation. Like I am supporting myself. And if I want to bring anyone into my world, it has to be somebody that could be at that level with me. Like they the have to be taking care of themselves. Somebody that's adding to your life exactly. and not taking away. Right. Because ain't nobody got time for that. Got one life to live. And we're only getting older. So why the fuck would you waste your time with somebody that's just not adding value to your life? Like making your I life easier. Mom. Why would yeah. I take on a man to be my son? You know what I mean? God. That's the dynamic, sadly. Yay, we made it. Thank you so much for coming through, Sessie. Thank you for letting me just talk and talk and talk. Yeah, I love it. I appreciate you coming through. You always got good things to say. Everybody follow Sessie on TikTok. She's always just ranting and spitting facts and saying all the shit that we want to hear and need to hear. Where can the people follow you? At Sessie.Bendita on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm on Twitch, too. So awesome and also shout out to wild seven studios for hosting simpin after dark you can follow me at ash underscore friday underscore or simpin after dark on twitter tiktok and instagram i was like what's the other one um yeah stay this is the second to last episode of the season and i'm gonna be taking a break but stay posted for new episodes updates and yeah shout out carol g and shakira the queens and fuck dusty men any last (laughs) thoughts oh my goodness no i feel i feel like you said it all yes i'm just excited for where women are headed i'm excited for us i agree gotta keep supporting our queens out here so yeah go bichotas Woo! (laughs) see you guys next time Bye. bye